My name is Dr. Heather Moore. Tonight we're going to talk about shin pain with running. So this can be shin pain during your run, this can be shin pain after you run, um, but whatever happens you wind up with shin pain. Um, and we're going to talk about how that is or how that comes to be and what we can do about it. So. First of all, when we're talking about shin pain, it can be anywhere on that shin. Sometimes it's down lower near the foot, sometimes it's up higher near the knee, sometimes it's right in the middle. Uh, some shin pain comes on right when you start running, but then after you get into it a little bit, it'll go away. Some comes on after you're done running completely and you're going to get some intense shin pain. Some comes on during the run and doesn't go away. Uh, some comes on during the run and goes away. So there's a couple different scenarios that I've set up there uh, about shin pain. So it really all is kind of the same thing. Uh, basically, there's some shin splints going on, some shin pain going on. And what we're going to do to treat it is very similar. Um, one of the things that you do want to uh, really understand is even if the shin pain goes away, it's something that needs to be treated. A lot of people will ignore shin pain until it's excruciating, until they can't take it anymore. Um, and, you know, they're just thankful it goes away each time. But what happens is that's a really big sign that something's going on. And it may cause you not to make the race. Uh, it may cause you to actually have to sit out the day of the race if you just kind of push through it. So shin pain that goes away uh, is not something that you need to be excited about. Uh, it is something that you really do need to address because it is a sign of something going wrong in the uh, lower extremity or the leg. And the other thing is, is that it's really important that shin pain doesn't just go away. Generally what happens is you change how your foot hits the ground, you change how you run, you change how you walk, and that allows the shin pain to go away because you're taking the pressure off the shin, you're changing how the shin is being used. So what you're doing is you're actually setting up other areas to become injured, your hip, your knee, your back. You wind up with that uh, compensation pattern that causes that pain in the shin. So pain in the shins that goes away, uh, and a lot of it does, is not something that you should be relieved about. So it's not something you should ignore. You really need to pay attention to it. You need to address it and you need to take care of it. You need to eliminate it. Um, you don't just need to kind of gloss over it. So what is shin pain? A lot of times shin pain in the front is just shin splints, which is just more of an irritation of that shin the muscles in the front of the shin. So why does this happen? Well, one, it could be due to over uh, use of the footwear. So if you run a ton of miles or you're not trying many miles, you put on your shoes, you want to make sure that you do have one, the correct shoe. And if you haven't been fit at a proper running store, I suggest you go to a, a running store and get fit, get the correct shoes for your foot. Um, you, some may need stability shoes, some may need uh, more of a cushion, um, but you know, you really need to see someone who actually knows how to diagnose the foot and put you in that proper running shoe. After you've been fit correctly for that running shoe, you want to make sure that you uh, adhere to the miles um, when it comes to changing out your shoes. Uh, usually 300 miles, a lot of people try and push that. I know right around 300 miles my shins actually start to hurt if I continue to push my shoes through it. So um, really try not to extend the life of your shoe. Um, you also should have dedicated running shoes. So your shoes that you run in should only be for running. You shouldn't use them to walk around. 
can use them to walk around the house, um, to go to work in. They should really only be for running. You know, once you're, if you put your 300 miles on, they can move to your everyday shoes, which is exactly how I kind of use mine is everything kind of shifts down. Like I buy a new pair of running shoes, my running shoes then become my walking shoes, everyday shoes, and I throw the other pair away. So you can use them for a different purpose, but when you or purchase a pair of running shoes, it should only really be used for running. It's really important not to be using them in all aspects of your life. You're gonna to, uh, wear them out much more quickly and you're also gonna change their wear patterns, which you don't really wanna do. So back to why we have shin pain. And so it usually is one that wear and tear because of the shoes, but a lot of times people go and fix that right away. So now we have some muscle imbalances and we have some issues with how your foot is hitting the ground. Uh, we have some issues with um, how your running, uh, running gait is. And so tonight we're gonna address some of those muscle imbalances. You really need to have somebody look at how you run, either outside or on a treadmill, to be able to address some of the issues with how um, you're running form. So we're not really gonna get into that um, because everyone's so specific, but today we're gonna to talk about muscle imbalances. So what happens is when your shin starts to hurt, you usually have some weakness here in this chain. Um, and it's usually coming from your hips. So the first um, exercise I'm gonna show you, I'm gonna actually have Dave show you, is a hip hike. So he's just gonna stand here. This is a very subtle, movement, okay? And all he's going to do is lift his one leg up off the ground. That's it, all right? You don't want to have your knee going crazy up and down. It's just a simple hike of the hip, and you want to make sure that you are keeping the other, the knee that's supporting you nice and straight. You want to do three sets of 15 of these. This is for endurance. You're, you're going to feel this uh, on both sides, more so on the standing leg, all right? But that's going to help you relax or that's going to help the uh be able to stabilize your foot as it hits the ground all right so that is the first exercise the second exercise is very similar to the hip hike except this is just going to be an abduction so james just going to kick his leg out and then bring it back in now what you don't want to really do is you don't want to rest it in between each one unless you absolutely have to you want to really stand on that one leg and let that other leg go out nice and easy to the side you want to make sure that your toes are pointed forward, all right, and they're not rotating out. You're, um, you're going to want to get a greater range of motion by turning your toes out. That's a no-no. You're doing the exercise wrong. So you almost want to turn your toes in so that they stay uh, almost straight. Now, if this is easy for you and you're able to do three sets of 15 pretty easily, then you can add a band, okay? But focus on form. This is... You really need to get that hip stronger because you're training for a marathon, half marathon, 5K, whatever it may be, you need that hip to be able to sustain that uh, posture and that uh, you need it to be able strong enough to be able to, to I'm sorry, I can't talk that. You, you need that to be able to sustain its ability um, through that whole race. So don't rush to add the band because you really want more endurance when you're doing these types of exercises. Um, and then the final exercise that I'm going to show you is also going to be for the shins. It may cause your shins to be a little bit sore, um, and that's okay. But what you want to do is you just want to stand there and you just want to tap your toes. All right. Now, if you have severe shin pain, this is going to hurt and you don't want it to hurt. So hold off on this one until you're able to do this and you're able to pick those toes up 
off the ground without being in excruciating pain. But what you want to do is you actually want to strengthen the shin. Um, the muscles in the front of the shin really never get worked unless you're kind of tapping your toe. And I guarantee you, if you sit here and you tap your toe for a minute, you are going to feel that your shin is burning. It's on fire. Um, I could probably do it right now and I don't have shin pain, but because I don't actively work the front of my shin, it, it, the muscle is weaker. So you want to pay attention to the fact that you do need to tap your toe. But again, make sure that you are not in excruciating pain as your toe comes up. This exercise can be added in last. You want to do this for about a minute. You want to do this a couple times a day. Great exercise to do it when you're sitting down at your desk, driving in the car to really start to work the front of that shin. Again, you want to make sure that, as we always say, you're paying attention to the whole leg uh, when you have any sort of leg issue. It is not a shin problem. Notice we didn't really do much at the shin uh, to treat what the pain, the pain at the shin. You have to really look up uh, above and below uh, to find out that cause of that shin.